0: Got our take cannons loaded and ready. Ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. Boys are back. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is reception, reception, the show. All right. Um, we'll stay in that same division. I'm talking about Anthony Richardson, uh, who went fourth overall to the Colts. Out. I-, I thought that was also a little bit of a surprise. I think some folks were a little bit surprised that he went that high, four overall. Good lord. Uh, but. <clears throat> You talk about tools. He, very obviously very tools. He's 6'4, 244 pounds. Ran an outrageous 4'4-340. How are you are you're a quarterback running a 4'4-340 at 244 pounds? That is it's just ridiculous. Uh, a 40 and a half inch vertical. I I mean Bro, can Richardson throw to himself? Because, I mean, just like the athletic profile of this man is just so impressive. Um, It's unbelievable. Now, that being said, obviously, accuracy is a huge issue with Anthony Richardson. It was in college. The early reports out of OTAs that are that's a big concern there as well. Fifty four percent completion rate. Uh, his final season at Florida, career fifty four point seven percent completion rate at Florida, and again limited playing time um, as well. We don't know what his ceiling is because he just doesn't have that many games under the belt. Um, what did the charting tell you about Anthony Richardson? Where, where where does this guy thrive?
1: The charting is interesting because overall his accuracy was not great. It wasn't the worst in the class, um, at least. I don't think it was. Oh no, it was. Okay, excuse me. It was. The I was going to say it, ha- it had to be pretty um, down there, though. Yeah, Golly. and the reason the reason it was so bad is because his one to ten yard range was horrific, um, oh, and that's that that's for a couple of reasons. the The biggest reason I think is kind of like you alluded to. He just isn't a guy who had very much experience, um, so he didn't have all the reps that you need. Especially, they changed the offense going from. Uh, his, I guess it would have been sophomore year to his junior year. So we only really had one year in this offense, immediately inserted as a starter. And it's an offense that didn't really run all of that much quick game. So he's a guy who already had limited experience. And then it's an offense that doesn't rep it that much. And he's a guy who kind of naturally has some accuracy issues. So it was was like this really perfect storm of garbage that really just made it difficult (laughs) for him to throw in the one to 10 yard range. Um, and so I think that's definitely going to be his biggest area improvement in the league is like getting him to play a little bit more on time, be a little bit more accurate in the one to 10 yard area. And like, this is something that Cam Newton struggled with when he was early on. Like he wasn't the greatest one to 10 yard passer, but eventually after three, four, five years, he kind of got it down to the point where he could be average, you know, functional in that range, which unlocked all the other stuff that he did, which to that point. Richardson was actually really, really good past the 10 yard mark. He he was really good in the 11 to 15 yard area. He was basically as good as CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. Like he he was right up there. Yeah, he was. He was really, really good at throwing like those digs, uh, the deep curls that uh, Florida had in their offense, uh, crossers, stuff like that. He was really, really good at throwing those routes. Um, And then even the 16 to 12 yard range where you're getting a little deeper into or 16 to 20, where you're getting into like corner routes, some of your shorter posts. He was really good at that. And then down the field, the twenty yard, he was really he was about as good as C.J. Stroud. He was he was the closest guy. Like in terms of all the potential that is like, really difficult NFL throws, he had him, man. It, it's he really just struggled at the teachable kind of easy stuff, which is that's to me why I'm kind of encouraged.
0: Whoa, that's uh that mm-hmm. that's eye opening to me, man. I'm uh boy, that's. I was not expecting that. I mean, you're talking about in the intermediate area of the field being as good as two guys that I, I thought were great in their intermediate area of the field in terms of Bryce young uh, and CJ Stroud. You're saying, you're telling me Anthony Richardson, all of his accuracy issues and all of that kind of, like, he's right there with them.
1: Yeah. On, on those throws that passed that 10 yard mark, he was, he was right up there and he was better than young uh, uh, down the field specifically. Like he, That's why I was pretty willing to be entranced with a guy like Richardson is he did all the difficult NFL, like the throws that separate the competent from the we're winning because of this guy type of throws. And that's why I was like, okay, if he can already do that stuff. I think we can teach him to be a little bit more on time throwing a speed out or a slant or something like that. Like, I think we can kind of, we can figure that out where right. we can just supplement it by using him as a runner. And like, that can be our quick game in a sense. Like, right. I think there are ways to work around what he does in terms of struggling in the one to 10 yard area. Whereas it's really, really difficult to teach a guy to have the talent and accuracy that he does on the hard throws. And so that's oh, you, why you I, I'm pretty bought in. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, you either have that or you don't.
0: You do, exactly. When when has that ever been taught? When whenever you ever seen a guy develop downfield? That it, it just no, that never happens. I'm I'm, my mind is blown, bro. <laughs> it really is. Um and, and
1: like to kind of further that point, and this is not really so much with the charting numbers, but when I was watching Richardson, there is more like tangible NFL ability and processing than i think people gave him credit for and i think that's why he was able to throw these routes so well i think people kind of immediately saw the completion percentage and were like oh he's a huge project like josh allen we're gonna have to completely tear him down and he's gonna be this it's gonna take three years for him to get there all that stuff but you watch him it's like man the way he manages the pocket the way he plays with his eyes up he generally does a good job of getting through his reads without making mistakes he can be a tick slow at times but that to me was like, yeah, he's a 20 year old who has one year in the offense. Like that <laughs> that is more like, I assume if he played two more years, it would have not been an issue.
0: Okay. Um yeah. and right.
1: so he just did these things at, at a high level where it's like, I can see you doing what an NFL quarterback should be doing. We just need to like tighten some bolts. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like a complete teardown project like Josh Allen was, or even like Jordan Love coming out of Utah State. Like right. those were guys to me where it's like you have to break them and make them a different quarterback. That's To me, it's more like Anthony Richardson has the stuff. We just have to get him a little bit more consistent, get him a little bit better, tighten some of these bolts.
0: It is certainly one of the most athletic offenses in the NFL. You talk about Anthony Richardson, potentially one of the most um, explosive quarterback athletes we've ever seen in the NFL. You, you talk about Jonathan Taylor, 225 pounds, ran a 4.39.40. Uh, Michael Pittman, 6'4", Alex Pierce is 6'3", and he ran a 4.41 with a 40-and-a-half-inch vertical as well. They've got Jelani Woods at tight end. They've got Mo'Ali Cox at tight end both of these guys are behemoths jelani woods is 6 seven, 260 pounds man this is is this a basketball <laughs> team or is this a football team like good lord uh these are big hulking men out there um roaming the field there for indianapolis then they add a uh, little josh downs <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna look like an absolute midget on, the, on that offense but <laughs> josh downs is perfect perfect uh, for the slot on that offense, man. So no, I, I mean, I just think from and from an offensive build standpoint, uh, the Colts are just so exciting, man. They're so exciting from an offensive build. And, and again, by the way, I know their offensive line took a big step back last year, but you know, they, they again, they have the ingredients there to be a, a, a at least an a, above average offensive line in the NFL. So I'm really interested. Um, can Shane Steichen do it? I don't know. I'll ask you this, man. Like, I don't know. I've never been enamored with Shane Steichen, um, was surprised that the Colts went in this direction. And then on top of that, you pair Shane Steichen, who I think is pretty conservative, uh, from a play calling standpoint to then pairing him with Anthony Richardson, who you said, horrific in the short game well that's what shane uh, shane Steichen does a lot of short game time stuff you know what i'm saying like I, I guess i'm a little bit maybe i'm wrong i don't know uh but i thought it was a weird pairing
1: yeah i i think they're gonna have to change the offense a little bit um and really lean into what they do down the field especially because like i really think the cam newton model is what you should be trying to do with anthony because like, when when that panthers offense was at its best cam Newton had gotten okay at quick game by that point but they supplemented it by doing a lot more quarterback run game and really leaning into the run game overall which I think the Colts should do because like you said offensive line was bad last year but it probably will be better like Raymond's going to take a step forward I think Quentin Nelson will probably look healthier than he did last year yeah Brian Kelly will probably be better like I think all of that stuff will help but they really need to lean into the fact that they have big guys who can win down the field and, and like win jump balls and I think Richardson is a quarterback who is very, very willing to give his guys chances on those throws. And we just didn't see it turn into production at Florida because I really think Florida's, in terms of power five receivers, they were probably some of the worst I've ever seen at playing the ball in the air. <laughs> they could do a decent job at like getting open and okay, like after yeah. the catch and all that stuff, uh-huh. but playing the ball in the air, my God, they were horrible. But I think that's not going to be a problem in Indianapolis. Like we know Pittman can play the ball in the air. Pierce can play the ball in the air. Jelani Woods is the size of a skyscraper and he's probably going to be able to do it. Even Josh Downs, who isn't big, for a guy his size, is actually really good at playing the ball in the air. Right, yes. They're going to have like a good opportunity to really just push it and try to win that way and try to get chunk plays and stuff. And so they're definitely going to have to change the offense a little bit and adapt to that. But I feel good about the talent that they have potentially being Same. able to fit into that. It's just a matter of whether Steichen can make it work.
0: Hey, listen, um, can you le- let the folks in on uh, on your schedule a little bit? How far along are we? Uh, how far away are we from getting some NFL data uh, to the reception perception site?
1: I'm thinking in the next couple of weeks here. I'm actually, we so we're obviously doing Let's this go. in, you know, uh, tiers or, or groups or, or however you want to do it. Um, but I've gotten through... I'm almost done with my seventh quarterback, which will be Trevor Lawrence. And that will kind of be the group. Basically, Trevor Lawrence up to the rest of the elite guys is kind of where I where I started with this. So I'll have those guys done... In terms of charting, I'll have them done today or tomorrow. Okay. Uh, you know, well, I guess it depends on when this this podcast actually comes <laughs> out. But this week, yes. And then I'll compile all that data, and then probably the week after that, we'll we'll be ready to get some profiles up and have some Let's data go. ready, and it'll be the first you know dive into some stuff, and then yeah, we'll see we'll see what the go. see what the data says.
0: I love it, man. All right, Derek Klassen. Uh, making his first appearance on the Reception Perception podcast, but certainly will not be his last. Uh, you will find his work on the website receptionperception.com. Uh, be sure to follow uh, Derek Klassen on Twitter, QB Class with a K, K L A S S. I think that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, there you go. Uh, QB Class on Twitter. Be sure to follow him there. Um, and again, if you if it's the first time uh, that you've run to our podcast, we appreciate you listening, man, but we would very much appreciate a a subscription and a rating on wherever you get your podcast. But of course, go to the website receptionperception.com for Derek class. And I am James go. We'll see you.